This is Christian Meditation for a Bigger Life. I'm Dave Cover. I want to help you with Christian meditation and experience God's presence through biblically guided imagination, where you can draw near to God and get the stress and anxiety out of your mind, out of your heart, and out of your body, so you can live a bigger life. If your podcast app is set to skip silent sections, go to your app settings now and disable that feature for this podcast. Begin by lying flat on your back, if you can. Otherwise, sit comfortably in a chair. Uncross your legs and arms. And close your eyes, if you can, so that you can begin to see with the eyes of your heart. And take in a deep breath in through your nose into your belly. Maybe use your stomach muscles to make your belly rise, just to exaggerate the breath into your belly. And as you exhale, focus your mind on letting your body ease all throughout your body. The muscles in your body soften with each exhale. And you're beginning to feel your body from within. Feeling the condition of your body. Feeling the status of how your body feels. You are always putting your beliefs into your body, one way or another. Think of a time when you awoke from a dream, a stressful dream. Your body was full of sweat, your heart racing, anxiety. Filling your body all by your imagination. None of that was real. It was all only imagination. And whatever it is that you image your life to be, the story you see your life in, imagination is not fantasy. It can be real. It's just something that you're not seeing or is something that you're believing But whatever it is you image your life to be, you're placing that one way or another into your body. You can't separate your body from your soul. Your body is part of your soul. You are an embodied soul. You are forever an embodied soul. That's why there'll be a resurrection of your body in your salvation. You can't really separate your body from your spiritual well-being. So take in another deep breath in through your nose, into your belly. And as you exhale, focus your mind on feeling the awareness of your body. Feeling your body from within. And begin to have an awareness with each exhale, with each out breath of bringing a sense of relief, a sense of release, a sense of peace, calm quiet into your body. And let's use your imagination, just like in a dream when you place your imagination into your body. Let's bring a different imagination into your body now. Let's imagine you're in one of these saline tanks that you can find in whatever community you live in. 
It's kind of a new thing. I read an article that neurologists are studying how these saline tanks really do bring a sense of calm to the central nervous system, uniquely so. And they're studying how the effects of these things really are true to bringing a sense of relief from anxiety and tension, stress. Well, I don't plan on doing that anytime soon, but I think something similar can happen through imagination. Let's imagine right now you're in a saline tank. You're floating in a tank of salt water. It's salt water to the extent that you're completely floating. Your body is not sinking in the water. And the temperature of the water is the same as the temperature of your body. So you don't really feel the water. You just feel yourself floating. So imagine right now your arms, your legs, your body floating in salt water. The temperature of your body. And there's a sense that your body is completely letting go of holding yourself up. You don't have an expression on your face. You don't have to present a face to the world. You can let your face drop. Your cheeks fall. The muscles behind your eyes release. You're feeling your arms just floating there. You're feeling your legs lying completely limp. Your torso is letting go of any sense of having to hold yourself up. Your back muscles completely released. Your stomach muscles completely relaxed. Imagine yourself floating in salt water and you don't have to hold yourself up you can completely let go of all the tightness in every muscle throughout your body you're not using a single muscle in your body to hold yourself up you are completely releasing every muscle in your body Just imagine your body releasing every muscle as you're floating in warm water, salt water holding you up. And it's quiet. The lights are down. It's calm. Taking in a deep breath in through your nose, into your belly. And hold it for just a moment. And then take another deep breath into your belly, a second one on top of the first one, and hold that one as well. And as you release your breath through your mouth, have it be a sense of relief. <sighs> Out loud. All the tension is letting go. Let's do it again. Take in another deep breath in through your nose, into your belly. Exaggerate it by using your stomach muscles to make your belly rise. Hold it. And take in a second deep breath on top of that one. And hold it. 
And as you breathe out through your mouth, audibly give a sigh. (sighs) As the air leaves your body, more tension, more tightness is released all throughout your body. And you can feel, you can focus your mind on feeling that sensation of release and relief all throughout your body. Breathing normally in through your nose. And each exhale, you're imagining yourself floating. You don't even feel the water. It's the same temperature as your body. You're just sensing nothing except just a body released and floating as if you're floating in the air. Every muscle letting go. Every tightness releasing and loosening all throughout your body, your muscles softening everywhere. We've been looking at Psalm 23. It's all imagery. The power of its truth is in the imagination of its imagery. And David is envisioning himself in the care of God the I Am as his shepherd. Remember, Jesus picks up the theme of this psalm and applies it to himself in John 10 when he says, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. Jesus is using this imagery from Psalm 23 that David uses to give his followers a greater comfort that just as secure Jesus is in his relationship with the Father, the love of the Father, so too his followers, his sheep, are secure in their relationship with him in his love. Jesus says, I lay down my life for the sheep. Jesus keeps emphasizing that we can know his love for us in the historical event of his crucifixion. In the crucifixion, Jesus is solving the Genesis 3 problem. The dust, the death, the thorns, the thistles. He's taking all of our sin upon his body into death and taking our death and death itself into the grave with him. And as he is raised from the dead, he's beginning a new creation that will also be a resurrection of his sheep, his followers. He's wanting his followers, as we meditate on Psalm 23, to have the confidence that the shepherd of David, the I Am in Psalm 23, is the one who has guaranteed You will be with him forever by taking your sin upon himself into the grave, your death upon his body into the grave, so that you can have a restoration and resurrection as part of your bigger story. So Paul says in Romans 5.8, God demonstrates his own love toward us 
and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. This historical event is fundamental as a demonstration we have to keep in our mind as proof of God's love for us. We have to keep that image in our mind that Jesus keeps telling his followers to have. And so Jesus says in verse 27, John 10, My sheep listen to my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. Let's go back to this salt tank imagination. You're inside of a tank that's closed, floating in salt water. And in a sense, this is the picture Jesus wants you to have when he says, no one will snatch you out of his hand. You're closed in his hand of protection for eternal life, for all eternity. In some sense, as you're lying in this salt tank and a tank protected from the outside world, you're floating, you're relaxed, you have a calm, peaceful confidence, is the picture Jesus wants you to have of every moment in your entire life. Because you are in his hand, and his hand is eternal. So, the last verse of Psalm 23, David says, Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. Surely there is a Hebrew word that can just as easily be translated only. It means kind of the same thing, but it kind of makes a bigger impact on me when I translate it only in my mind. Only your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And then he continues, And I will dwell in the house of the Lord, the house of the I Am, the house of Yahweh, forever. Surely your goodness, only your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord, the house of the I Am, forever. The house of the Lord was literally the temple, although there wasn't a temple in David's day, it was the tabernacle, but it became a euphemism for the presence of God. It was a symbol. It represented the presence of God. It was a kind of heaven on earth embassy. And David is using that here in its ultimate sense, that I will dwell in the presence of the I am forever. Because this is God's promise to me. And this is what Jesus is saying in John 10. Taking this psalm and saying, because he has come and died. And the rest of the gospel, because he has been raised from the dead as well. This promise is already begun. He has already taken your sin and death upon his body on the cross, and he's already taken death itself into the grave and broken through the other side of death forever by resurrecting, by rising from the dead. And that resurrection is your guaranteed future. So Jesus says, more than you realize, now that I have come and died and risen from the dead, surely only 
goodness, and love will follow you all the days of your life, and you will dwell in the house of Yahweh forever. I give them eternal life, and no one is able to snatch them out of my hand. I am the Good Shepherd. So take in a deep breath in through your nose, into your belly. And take another deep breath as you hold the first, take a second. And as you exhale, right now, imagine this truth. (sighs) Surely goodness, only goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, today and forever. I will dwell in the presence of the I Am forever. The promise of when Jesus returns and brings heaven back to earth, not just in a house of the Lord, but in his presence on a renewed, resurrected world, and you will have a renewed, resurrected body without sin. And it will be a world filled with the presence of God, the beauty, the glory, the flourishing the joy, the awe, the wonder. Jesus says, I came that your joy may be made full. I came that you would have life and have it abundantly, and that will ultimately be true when he brings heaven back to earth in your resurrection on a renewed earth. Surely goodness and love will follow you all the days of your life in this life in ways that you don't know. Even though you walk through the darkest valley, you can fear no evil because he is with you. Surely goodness and love is following you. Even though you can't see it, you can see it with the eyes of your heart all the days of your life. And you are in a story right now where you are already part of this bigger story. You will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Today, only goodness and love is following you. Jesus has already guaranteed it by dying for you and rising from the dead as the forerunner, as the first of a whole new humanity centered around him. You are his sheep. You hear his voice. Today you're following him. And he is leading you to only goodness and love all the days of your life. So take in a deep breath in through your nose. And hold it for just a moment and take a second one. And as you exhale, bring this sense of relief, release, calm. (sighs) Surely, goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. Only goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord 
forever. During these summer months, look for a new episode once per week on Tuesdays. If you found this podcast helpful, please give it a rating in your podcast app so others can find it more easily. And maybe consider sharing this episode with a friend you think might benefit from it. Our audio engineer is Matthew Matlack. Thanks for listening to Christian Meditation for a Bigger Life.